All right, real quick before we get started. So so one of the biggest pillars of the Rise to the Top is creating a freedom-based business. You know, something you can run from anywhere with just the device and the internet. I know that's what we all love here. So a lot of us are working remotely, you know, from your iPad, iPhones, etc. Maybe you're just even leaving the laptop behind now. It's crazy. It's shenanigans. But the iPad and iPhone can't replace your office computer unless you have go to my PC app it's the missing link it turns your iPad and iPhone into your computer with go to my PC by Citrix you can access your entire Mac or PC work on any program and file from anywhere even on the go you can try it for free on me on the house here's what you got to do download the free app you know for your iPad iPhone or whatever visit go to my pc.com click the try it free button and enter the promo code rise and you'll be off to the races and now here's today's episode all right well welcome everyone to the rise to the top I'm David Seitman Garland and you know we've got a happy smiling amazing face here today it is Liz Dialto in the house hello Liz and welcome to the rise to the top my dear Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, super pumped. And we're going to actually, the big subject we're talking about today, and, and we can see right, that's you stretching. Is that you stretching on the slide? That is me. All right. Getting a hamstring stretch. It's not a stock photo. We ha actually have Liz stretching here on slide number one. But we're going to be talking about simple strategies for busy people, improving fitness, nutrition, sleep, and stress, even with a crazy schedule. But before we even hop into this, because this is so freaking important and close to home, um, Liz, you got to tell us a little bit about your background for people that are just kind of meeting you here. Um, first of all, let's talk about why this is a passionate subject for yours and, and, and kind of a little bit about you. So I grew up like super athletic. I was a huge tomboy, played all these sports, and I was always into fitness and exercise. I can even like pinpoint for you my very first workout. Um, so I think we're around the same age. So right around middle school, when TLC came out with that video for waterfalls. Oh, don't go chasing waterfalls. All right, I'll stop. That was that. We just lost 82% of viewers, but don't worry about that. <laughs> well, do you remember their abs in that video? Their abs were sick. Okay. I was okay. 12 years old, and that is when I started exercising. I had my mom take me to like whatever was like Target or the department store. And I got this VHS tape, Daisy Fuentes, Totally Fit. And that is literally when I started working out. So I've always exercised. Fast forward to like when I'm in college and I got this awesome job. I don't know if you've ever heard of Cutco Knives before, have you? Oh, yeah. No, it's the, yeah, it's, it's the people you sell door to door, right? And you got the knives and you chop stuff and you sell people knives, right? That's basically what it is. Yeah, you cut pennies. It's like the greatest product ever. I started doing that when I was 19. And I was like the number 10 knife seller in the United States of America my first summer out of like 20,000 college That just screams students. you, by the way. And I, I, that, just, that just screams Liz Dialto, knife selling. Right. Well, so I stayed with that company and I went through their management training. And when I graduated college, I opened a district office. So I was recruiting mm. and training my own team of knife sellers and working like 60 to 70 hours a week. So... Whereas I've been used to like always being in shape, working out, even in college, like, you know how people gain the freshman 15? Right. I lost like five pounds because suddenly I had access to this amazing gym at my school every day. But then I wasn't working out. I was eating like crap, which, you know, I think you can relate to when you're just working all the time. Every yep. meal is just grabbing whatever you can have. So over a period of like two years, I gained like 15 pounds. And I'm like five foot two, so mm -hmm. 15 pounds really shows up. Yeah, it's was, a high percentage, like, high percentage like of weight there. Yeah, it's a high percentage yeah. of weight on a little frame like yours. 
Exactly. Um, I felt like crap. And I was like really insecure about it. And the other cool thing about the company was we would go on these company trips every year. So when the trip would come around, if it was somewhere tropical, I would do like a crazy crash diet, whatever I needed to do like a week or two before since I knew I was going to be in a bikini. And mm -hmm. I just got into these really unhealthy habits. So fast forward a couple years later, I quit that, become a personal trainer. And um, when I got indoctrinated into this amazing world of online marketing and blogging and all of that, I was like, how, how can I teach really busy people how to make this happen? Because I'm still really busy now, and even though health and fitness is my job, I'm able to teach people who you know, do other things, even not online marketers, people with nine to five jobs, you know, how to squeeze it in, how to make it a priority. Because I really think that uh, people underestimate how important it is to your message that you're delivering, whatever it is every day, how you look, feel, and present yourself. And that all kind of starts with the type of shape you're in. So Yeah, I, and I couldn't agree been, more. I could not agree possibly more on anything ever said probably than that right there because it affects everything. And you know what's interesting that you mentioned, Liz, in, in our show, as you know, The Rise of Top, it's all about online marketing and online entrepreneurs yeah. and bloggers and things like that. And you know, and, and you know my story. I'm not going to repeat it here. But you know, it, it, was, it was a case of you know, you've heard of the freshman 15. I've heard of the real world 20. There's also like the internet marketer 30, okay? <laughs> And, 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 and the internet marketer 30 um, is the, ca the case of exactly those things. It might be busyness and stress, you know, from trying to get stuff together. It also is a lot of lack of movement. You know what I mean? The sitting, yeah. sitting, look, look, I mean, we're, you know, ironically sitting here doing an interview. But the, the point being that, you know, you're in front of the computer, you're crunched down, you're, you're, you're doing a lot of, you know, non-mobile things. And, you know, what I've noticed is, is, is just we as an industry and as as entrepreneurs it you know from someone that went through a fitness transformation last year i cannot only tell you about how that you know affected every single aspect of my life other than aesthetics i mean especially business i mean it's amazing how they come together you know totally i agree with you a thousand percent i mean and especially i mainly target women but i'm so glad to hear you say that too because it's it's just as true for men um, as it is for women so that's really become Everything I do is about how to keep it efficient, effective, and fit into like super busy lifestyle, and then therefore make that lifestyle that much easier. So that's pretty much my story. All right, awesome. I love it. Let's hop into it. We're gonna hop into our uh, a presentation mode here, and I'll be here to interrupt and ask annoying questions and do all those types of things uh, on behalf of the community, if you will. But basically, uh, I'll let you you know take it from here, and, and uh, we're gonna learn some of these simple strategies and just you know some shifts that you might be able to make right away. I, I know I know you can if you're not doing it. So I'm excited to get into it, Liz. Cool. So. Um, again, I think I kind of already said this, but I've been having this conversation with a lot of people recently, how um, no matter what your message is, and I'm sure there are scientific studies. I actually started Googling this and then got distracted and never went back to it, but <laughs> for some reason, people do trust vibrant, healthy, attractive people more than they do people that look dull, unhealthy, or tired. So again, it's just like super important no matter what anyone's business is. So I basically have this theory uh, there's three parts to it. The first part is if you feel better, you're going to do better. Mm -hmm. And I really believe like a lot of my practice and what I do with my clients ends up going from fitness into life coaching because like you're saying, it totally overlaps. It all kind of weaves into each other. And when people feel better, every part of their business, every part of their life just ends up 
being so much more fantastic. So the other part of the theory is that we should only take advice from people who already have what we want, right? Mm -hmm. And again, this comes back to if someone seems so vibrant, happy, excited to be living their life, we're all going to be much more apt to want to listen to them and be open to their message than if they don't. And then last but not least, you know, improving your energy improves the quality of your message and your connection with people because I keep saying this, I'm like a broken record already, yeah. but no matter what your message is, there's something so magnetic about people with like this energy that you're like, God, can I just plug into that and get some of that for myself for a second? Like, I'm sure that's one of the reasons why people love you because you click play on your videos and it's like, hey, I'm David Guyland, right. <laughs> right, and, and, and yeah, exactly, yeah, it's, it's true. It's funny that you mention these things because number two, I mean, all these, super relevant. Number two, when I got into, you know, when I did my fitness transformation, and I think this is extremely relevant to what you had here, is that I took advice from exactly that, people that already had what I wanted, right? So Rob and Kim Murgatroyd, who, who are, you know, my fitness trainers and things like that, Rob, you know, always is in incredible shape, you know, he, he was in, he was in fitness, mo he, he still is in fitness model shape. You know, he's one of those guys who just goes in the room and lights it up. Do you know what I mean? And, and I saw that and that resonated with me because I said, okay, that I, I have that, but I want to be, I want to get the body part of that down. I want yeah. the body part of that down. He's got it all together. He's the guy that I want to learn from. You know, and I think that's exactly. exactly this point here is we take, there's so many different options out there. It, it makes no sense not to focus on the one that resonates with you the most, you know? Exactly. Yes. I love, I love when people agree with my points. I know. I can't wait to disagree on the rest of them. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. There's basically four things that I teach people all the time. And it's, you have to improve, like we said in the beginning, your fitness, your nutrition, and then sleep and stress, which are the two most overlooked but most important things we'll get to in a second but first there's the exercise right okay. so most often busy people what's the number one thing they say I don't, I don't time have time to work out yeah well the fact of the matter is one of the reasons why you feel like you don't have time is because what you really don't have is energy mm -hmm. and when you start to exercise more and when you make that a priority and when you start to bump yourself up and your own priorities, you have time. You know what I mean? If somebody came to you with this amazing business opportunity that you really wanted to do, you'd make the time for it, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with uh, dating. Great analogy as well because, uh, you know, there's people that when they're not really into the person that they're dating, they always have excuses why they don't have time to hang out with them, right? Like, oh, oh, I got to wash my hair. I, I've got to go do this or whatever. And, you know, I'm just too busy for them. But then as soon as they find the right guy or gal or whatever the case is, all of a sudden, magically, the schedule clears and they're spending every second together. Funny how that works, right? Perfect segue because the next point is to shift your mindset around it, right? So most people look at their workouts and exercise they're saying I don't have time for it because it's not like that new exciting person you're dating. It's like cleaning the toilet, right? right. It's like a chore. <laughs> Who the hell wants to do that? Right, it's not right. like you wake up in the morning like, God, I can't wait to scrub the bathtub. So if you can shift your mindset around exercise being a chore to being like your secret weapon and you think of it as this way because even as business owners too, we don't always take a ton of time for ourselves. Right. So what if the the only time of the day that you get to yourself and I teach people to switch it from being like this thing that they really don't want to do to this amazing like you time but like 
you don't have to answer your phone, mm -hmm. your emails. You don't have to do anything. You can leave, you can listen to some music, you can rock out, you can do what you want. Whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, this is like your time. And again, for super busy people, it's some of the only time you might actually get to yourself all week. So if you change your attitude, I love the dating analogy you gave, but also to that, it's like your secret weapon, it's your you time, it's your time to recharge your batteries, it's great. So I just tell people, try to work out more days than you don't. And that's just four days out of the week, because mm -hmm. there's seven. So mm -hmm. it's really not that much. And even if you're only doing a short 30, 40 minute workout, that ends up being less than two hours of your time out of like however many hours there are in a week, like 168 or something like that. So shifting that mindset and realizing how easy it is and how it's not as big of a commitment as people hype it up to be really helps people to take that first step to actually start doing it. Yeah, great. That's great stuff. Absolutely. So I'm also a big proponent of short, intense workouts for busy people versus, you know, long, steady state exercise. A lot of what's funny is people ask me all the time, do I have to run to lose weight? <laughs> and I'm like, and again, you chuckle because now you know, like you've gone through this transformation. You know, Robin Kim's program is amazing, but you know this. No, you don't have to run miles and miles and miles. You don't have to be at the gym every single day of your life. You definitely don't have to go to the gym twice a day. But this little bullet point list here are just some really efficient things you can do, like sprints on the treadmill. I remember in D.C. hearing you talk about doing a sprint workout, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we, uh, we were, yeah, we were at Yannick Silver's underground event, and one day, you know, after uh, you know, some too much fun and some stuff at the events, it was time to get up and do some sprints on the treadmill, and uh, you know, it wasn't. Like I was, you know, I was on there for 20, 25 minutes, you know, at best going, you know, intervals. And it's not about, you know, trying to run the Boston Marathon or whatever it might be, you know? Exactly. Um, things like plyometric exercises, compound exercises. Have you ever heard of Tabata? No, I, Tabata I'm excited because I saw this on here and I, I was like, oh, sprints. Okay, plyos got that, compound got it. What the heck is Tabata? I have no idea. So Tabata's been like interpreted. I actually forget the guy who invented it. His name is Tabata. And the way they really did it, it's about going all out in an exercise for 20 seconds. You rest for 10 seconds, and then you do it again, and you repeat that eight times. Okay. So Interesting. you could you do this with cardio, right? Like it could be a sprint, but you literally have to go like all out as hard as you can. Like that's the original intention of it. Um, you know, you could do it on a bike. You could do it on any piece of equipment, or you can apply it to strength training by picking, you know, however many exercises you want to do and take the Tabata approach. Like if it's a chest press, all out, like as hard as you can for 20 seconds, rest for 10, go back at it. Um, and obviously by the eighth set, you're just you're gonna be done. dying to get through. Yeah. But it's super efficient. Things like CrossFit, things like stair workouts. Um, the reason why to be like a little nerdy for a second is there's something called EPOC. It's excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. And in English, all that means <laughs> is that if you overexert yourself during your workout, you're going to create this deficit of oxygen, right? Okay. So yep. when your workout's over, your body's going to continue to burn more fat and calories because it needs to make up for that. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's what you kind of hear. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, phrases I've heard for that is kind of like your your post-burn or your uh, – yep. I've, I've heard a lot of different random things. But, yeah, so that – yeah, it's basically the, the idea that you're uh, – even though your workout's finished, your body isn't necessarily finished with, with the benefits of working out. 
Exactly. And busy people love this because here's the thing. You work out even for only 25 or 30 minutes. You get in the shower, grab something to eat, you get back to work. Your body's still burning fat and calories. Yes. Yes. And that, and that, and that goes with the short and tense because if you don't, if you do something else that might be long and slow or long and not intense at all, you're not going to have as much of that effect, correct? No, for sure. Like you might see someone, someone might go on a run for an hour, steady states, running their whatever, you know, eight, nine minute miles. When they're done working out, their body's done working out too. Game over. Exactly. All right, cool. Um, and then so this past weekend, have you ever gone to a Tony Robbins event? No, but you know, I, I was almost able to go to the one that you did and I couldn't, but I have heard nothing but good things, but tell, tell, tell me about it. All right, so this last point, um, get amped before you do it, and then in parentheses I put the Tony Robbins phrase, what he talks about is changing your state. Because, I mean, I'm not Tony Robbins, I'm not going to try to teach you his stuff here, but I will just say this, before you do anything, if you can get yourself in a state where you're feeling more energized and more excited, obviously you're going to get more out of whatever it is you're about to do. Would mm -hmm, you agree? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, whatever, some people have a pump-up song that they like to listen to before they work out. For some people, it's just like jumping around, getting amped. Whatever it is, don't just go into your workout, especially if you're dreading it. Like, take that two or three minutes to really get amped up. So before you start, your body, like, you've already changed your physiology. Your body is already, like, pumped up ready to go and that's the way you want to go into your workout not like roll out of bed scratching your eye stomping your feet on the way to the gym or whatever you're going to do because you know if you feel crappy you're going to get crappy results it's right. better goes back to what i said first right feel better do better same thing all right now question on this liz i have to ask you i'll tell you mine too what what is your because mine's weird what is your get amped up uh, do you have do you have a typical one that you do? Or do you vary it up? What what works for Liz Dialto? I'll vary it up, but I have to tell you, my workout jams always the ones that get me really pumped are like hardcore hip hop. Like I'll go back, like old school. Like you know that song "Slam" by Onyx. Yeah, I do actually. I have a lot of old school hip hop on my computer, if you will. Yeah, oh, any anything like that. There's a couple of um, oh, what the hell is that song? <laughs> This is totally revealing about myself. Have you ever seen the movie You Got Served? Uh, sadly, I think I've seen several minutes of it, but I'm proud to say I've not seen the whole movie. All right. Well, I've seen it several times, and there's a couple of songs from that soundtrack that if that comes on my iPod, I am amped for whatever workout I'm about to do. So, all right. What's yours? Mine, mine would be, uh, yeah, uh, besides, besides pump-up music like that, like hip-hop or things like that, I, because I'm a wrestling fan, because I'm really weird, WWE, oh I will listen to like some hardcore like introductory music to some of my favorite wrestlers. Yes, I'm not kidding. And I have it. I have like a playlist, especially on YouTube and stuff too. And I will listen to, and I will just be like, just ready to go crush it. Do you know what I mean? And go out there and like punch randoms. I don't really do that, but you know, I, I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. So time out for a second. I have to take this tangent because when I was little, my dad was a huge wrestling fan. I'll actually, I'll send you this picture later. You'll cry for like SummerSlam 1989 or something like that. My dad dressed me up as Macho Man and my little brother, who was a baby, as like Hulk Hogan. Like, in like that a must yellow be immediately onesie. sent after this. That must be immediately sent. Do not pass go. Please send that on. And we'll get back to this, but I want to keep that in mind. We'll we're we're going to get this. back to this, but let me tell you, pretty much right on. <laughs> um, all right. So can we move on to clean eating habits? Let's do do it. you have any other questions about the exercise? Cool. No. And this is so important, the clean eating. Oh, obsessed. Oh. 
by the way, by so important, even if it's like a super busy week in your business and you don't have time to exercise, those are the most important weeks to keep your eating really clean. Yep. I tell people all the time that eating is like 80% of the battle. And no one ever believes me until they do it. And they're like, holy crap, I can't believe what a difference it makes. Um, you know, even myself, this fall, like I was tired after moving to New York City. I've been running around all over the place and I just was not working out my usual four or five days a week. I was only working out like maybe two or three, some weeks only one or two, but I was eating really clean and my body stayed. Like nothing bad happened. So this is huge. Um, the first one is to drink three to four liters of water a day. Mm -hmm which I see you with your little straw and your sippy cup. What's that? Sure. But I have this too. So, so I, I, how much, all right. For those that were told that there were going to be no math, uh, how much is a liter in terms of ounces? Do you know? I believe it's like 33.333 33 or six or something Okay. So like it's that. exactly this. This is, uh, yeah. this is 30, this is 33. So it's exactly, yeah. here's one liter. There you go. Okay. So roughly a hundred ounces of water a day. And actually I'm glad you have that thing because um, to make it easy on yourself, instead of pounding through, like, you're going to lose count if you're drinking, like, 16-ounce bottles of right. water or something like that. That's a liter. Drink three of those. Can't really lose count. And if you're a person who's trying to save the environment, you also don't, you know, waste all the freaking plastic and all that stuff, too. Exactly. There we go. We're winning all, all across the board. Yeah, water makes such a, such a big difference. Such a big difference. Um, for a couple different reasons. For your energy, for your metabolism. And quite often, when we think we're hungry, we're actually thirsty. So reaching for the water before you reach for the food can save several calories throughout the course of the day. So my nutrition training is through a company called Metabolic Effects. I'm obsessed with them. They're super smart. They have a book too. It's called The New Me Diet. All right, um, hang on. So I want to say it one more I've time just to make sure we get them. that. Just to make sure we get that. It was called, what was it called one more time? The New Me, M-E, stands for Metabolic Effect Diet. Okay, cool. All right. And it's written by two brothers. They're both um, naturopathic doctors, certified strength conditioning specialists, stuff like that. And um, this is what they teach. They're all about balancing, keeping the hormones in your body balanced, as opposed to taking a calorie counting approach, mm -hmm. which busy people love because who the hell has the time to count calories all the time? Nobody. Yeah, and I got to tell you, when I, got, when I lost 30 plus pounds, got, you know, got into the shape that I'm in now, never counted a calorie one time, not once. And, and, you know, it's funny because I get a lot of emails, Liz, and I'm sure you get a, a million emails about this. People are like, oh, calories, do I stay in this range or do this with the thing? And you're like, no, I mean, who wants to sit around? None of us as online marketers and as business people want to be going around being like, oh, let's say I have 17 and then 26 and I have 200. I want to carry the – I think I can have half a cracker. You know what I mean? And, and right. You, know, you don't want to do that stuff. So tell us about the better, the better way without All having right. to count like an idiot. So there's still a tiny bit of math involved here, but it's so easy because all you do, anytime you need to decide, should I buy this or should I not buy this or should I be eating this, you flip over to the back label. There's three things you need to look for. Total carbs, mm -hmm. and it all goes in order actually, so it's even easier. Total carbs, and you subtract the dietary fiber. Mm -hmm. That gives you something called the net carbs. Then you subtract the protein from the net carbs. That gives you what metabolic effect calls hormonal carbs. Mm -hmm. This number should stay below 15 as a general rule of thumb. Okay. The reason why hormonal carbs are important is all this is basically doing is encouraging you to select foods that are going to help keep 
the insulin levels in your body down, which I don't need to get into all the science because people don't care. All you need to know is eating according to this rule helps your body use fat as its primary source of fuel rather than carbs. Because most people, they're eating too many carbs anyway, and then your body's just going to ever burn off those carbs and not actually get into your fat stores. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that and that was actually one of my major problems when I was when I had gained weight um, was was carbs. You know, what I mean that was that was in many cases the issue was just quantity in general as opposed to better selection. So I, I mean, yes, not only does it make sense, it is something that that has hit very personally home. And I think that just learning this, these are simple things people can start to apply here. Simple and like you said. It's not, we're not saying don't eat carbs. I'm just saying what you just said was perfect. Better selection, smarter yeah. selection. All right, so the last rule here is eat real freaking food, people. Something that came out of an am animal. <laughs> wow, I almost just said aminal like I was seven. <laughs> nice. Right, why not? You know, we get the idea. We get the idea. Something that came from animals or grew out of the earth, that's always going to be your best bet because then there's not all that extra BS in there. Um, so here's my rule for this. Half of your plate should be vegetables. The greener, the better. Carbs are okay. If you're going to count anything, don't worry about the calories. Five to ten bites of carbs. What's a bite? Your normal size, regular bite. Mm -hmm. So the reason for the range is that if you're eating a real food, real food would be something like a sweet potato, brown rice, oats, quinoa, a grain or something yep. like that. Ten bites is cool because those have a lower glycemic index anyway. Five bites for something that's more processed, so a piece of bread. Processed meaning more like man-made. Make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a great strategy because, yeah, that, that uh, again, it, it's all about simplicity here. Because, yeah. you know, for busy, if, if we're not busy people, we can sit here all day and think about it. But no, no one wants to do that. We're trying to think yeah. of easy ways because, you know, if we start getting out the measuring tape and doing stuff like that, it's going to be hard for you guys to follow this, right? So, so, yeah, so we want to keep it simple for you all. Right. So here, I took a picture. This is actually my breakfast at some point last week. I had a leftover piece of salmon, some egg whites, threw some kale in there, like seven bites of quinoa, and boom, there's your plate. There you go. And I see on here this, that you mentioned, and this relates to the salmon, that's your next point here, though, is that you also yep. get the, the fist-sized uh, uh, protein. Yeah. Most people don't need enough protein. They have yep. like double the carbs and not even enough protein at every meal. So when we throw that plate into more of a balance like this, that's when your body can start tapping into those fat stores, be really efficient, and give you way more energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great rule of thumb there. And oh, this also makes it easy because when people are busy, they're eating out a lot, mm -hmm. so you know how to put your meal together. If you want to grab a sandwich, cool, throw away half the bread. If it's a wrap, tear off the ends, you know? It's easy, just think five to 10 bites, let me fill half my plate with vegetables, let me get my fist size of protein. Boom. You can put a meal together anywhere, no matter what, and always know what you should be eating. Yeah, and thank you for pointing that out, Liz, because there's an illusion, uh, illusion, a misconception. We could call it an illusion, uh, but whatever it might be, uh, people that are that are healthy, the people that are healthy and fit don't eat out, and if they do, they have to be like the weird people that sit there with like a water and like a piece of lettuce, okay? And yeah. and that is just not the case, I, I, because the point that you just made, I know it was kind of a quick one at the end, but it's so important, I think, for people to realize that at 99, and we're not talking fast food and crap, but we're talking about at most restaurants that you go to, 
you know, most restaurants, you're going to be able to find something to follow these policies. Do you know what I mean? Totally. It's all about the portion size. It's all about selecting. I mean, you know, never have I felt uncomfortable. You know, a lot of people have asked me that. And I think they, you know, they say, oh, I just can't go out anymore. I have to be prepping food at home for the rest of my life. It's just not the case. You know, it's just not the case. No, that's awesome. I'm glad you said that too. Um, so next, the last two things are sleep and stress, right? And mm -hmm. most people underestimate these because you can't assign calories or grams of fat or protein or something to it. But they are so huge. I can't even – sleep is when your body repairs. Sleep is when, you know, if you are working out, your sleep is huge because, you know, your muscles can be repairing. It's just one of the most undervalued things in terms of – losing weight, getting in shape, and obviously everyone knows having more energy. Mm -hmm. So uh, my first trick here is to have a bedtime and stick to it. Mm -hmm. I find um, business owners, you know, we're so strict, we're so disciplined in our businesses, right? Like I had an appointment with you today to get on this call at a specific time and I'm not going to miss it, right? I'm not going to be like, well, I have all this other stuff to do, so sorry, David. No. But we'll do that with our workouts, with our bedtime, mm -hmm. and you know, with our meal prep and stuff like that. So have a bedtime and stick to it. So even if you can't do this every single day, at least three or four nights a week, it's like I'm shutting it down, I'm going to bed at this time, um, to get into more of a routine and to give your body the chance to get the repair. The next point is stop eating two hours before bedtime. That's not because if you eat before bed, it's going to make you fat because the food's sitting and festering in your stomach, which is, I think, what another kind of misconception people have about this. The reason for this is that digestion will always trump all other bodily functions. Mm -hmm. So if you eat close to bedtime, that repair time that's so important for your body, you're going to lose some of it if your body's still digesting. Okay. Yep. Um, the other, the next one is like my secret weapon. I used to be a really light sleeper and it would take me forever. And a lot of people can probably relate to this. You know, your head hits the pillow, but your mind is, it's almost like that's it's racing. And, and that's a typical thing of an online marketer or entrepreneur. I mean, there's stuff going on. You're thinking about, you know, you should be thinking about, I don't, God knows what, but you're thinking about your, your squeeze page you have to create tomorrow. And they, like they finally getting that product cover done or something like that, you know, right? or who knows what. So, I teach people to take at least 20 to 30 minutes before they're going to go to bed. And before that 20 to 30 minutes, get, get out like a legal pad, journal, notebook, whatever. Make your to-do list for the next day. Get it out like brain dump. Get it all out before you even attempt to go to bed so you already know what you have to do tomorrow. You don't have to lay in bed thinking about it. And then 20 to 30 minutes before you actually want to be sleeping, turn out the lights, and whether it's you know a dimmer, you turn them out, you light candles, whatever you want to do. This is going to signal to your body that it's actually nighttime and you could go to bed. I like to ask people to turn off the phone, turn the alarm clock around so that bright light, all those bright lights, again, are signaling to you that like it's still daytime. It's time to be awake. If you watch TV or if you insist on being on the computer before you go to bed, turn the brightness down so that your eyes and your brain and everything can actually start shutting down and acknowledging that it's close to bed. Does that make sense? Too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's a yeah, like, big problem. I said it's yeah. a big problem. It's just a big problem. Um, and here's something else. Don't watch the news before you go to bed. This is something my mom does. It's like the news is the most depressing sh stuff you could possibly watch yeah, before you go to bed. It's depressing sh 
stuff. Yeah, I, I, it is. I, I, yeah, and there's just yeah. Why would you want to get that in your brain before you went to sleep? Bad idea. Exactly. And so, but especially extra tip for the people who own businesses: if you're going to read a book or if you're going to have a conversation with someone, no business. Yeah. Read fiction. Read a magazine. Something that is not related to work or business. Like seriously, relax. Give yourself that time before bed. And then the last point, I love this one, is create the ultimate sleeping environment. It is worth the investment to get amazing pillows, amazing sheets, that little foam, like whatever. What I always forget the word. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, wi my wife knows it. I, I can't remember the name of it, but the foam thing. Yeah, the foam. Yeah, the, foamy, the foam thing. The foam Not thing. the egg crate because that's whack. That's, yeah. that's the cheap version. But, you know, the nice um, foamy, cushiony thing. Um, and even, like, if you're really sensitive to sounds and stuff, Get earplugs, an eye thing, like be the most high maintenance sleeper in the world. It doesn't matter. You're going to get much better sleep because you're mm -hmm. taking the time and attention to literally shut out everything else so you can just focus on the one thing you need, and that's the sleep. Okay. Yeah. The sound advice again that, you know, and, and like I said, you might be thinking here and saying, hey, I, I've heard some of this before, but you never know when you're going to hear it in a different way or you've never heard this before. And, and like, this is going to be the time you're going to put it into action, you know? And I mean, just try it. Just try it. All right. Um, all right. So now, this is my this is my favorite point. Um, four practices for mitigating stress. And the first point might seem so obvious, but um, identify your top three stressors. So many of us just roll through life feeling stressed out all the time, without even necessarily pinpointing what it is that's stressing us out. And until you do know specifically and exactly what it is. How are you supposed to address it or try to tone it down? Make so, sense? Like for, so like a specific example might be something like, you know, I am stressed out by the amount of email that comes in every day that I feel like I have to answer it right away and I freak out about it. Would that be something that's specific? That's specific. And so you can take an action step, right? Well, do you have an assistant? Is there someone you can outsource that to? Is there a way to like handle it so that you don't have to be dealing with all that email every single day? Exactly. Okay. Because from there, once you identify it, you take steps. And sometimes it's personal. Sometimes it's like a money issue, yeah. a relationship that you're in, a friend, or, you know, and you're able to be like, all right, cool. Let me not expose myself to that as frequently. Start your day properly. So this is the complementary point to what we talked about with the sleep, right? We're going to wind down and get that great sleep. How you start your day, this kind of goes back to the Tony Robbins, right? Right. I said, how can you change your state before your workout? Well, how can you start your day at a 10? Like, don't roll over, check your phone, check your email, and already it's like you got Guilty. no time for yourself. Guilty. I know. I do, it some, I do it more often than I don't. This is one of those do as I say, not as I do. But on the days when I don't do this, and I will, I'll wake up, I'll either work out or make myself breakfast, have a cup of tea or something, um, you know, if I want to read, go for a walk, anything, and you start your day and you're like, yes, all right, now I'm ready. Even if this just means waking up 10 to 15 minutes earlier than you should so that you're not running late. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know some people set the alarm so they can get the maximum amount of sleep, but here's the thing. If you follow the sleep tips, your sleep is going to be better quality anyway. So wake up a few minutes early so you can take your time instead of starting out the day all frazzled and rushed. Very cool. Very cool. So stay, start your day properly. And what about treat yourself? Do you know what this is from? Do you watch Parks and Recreation? I, uh, you know, my, my wife is a huge fan of it. I have seen a few. Is that our good friend Aziz down there? I think I see Aziz. 
Aziz is my favorite comedian. So my one of mine as well. I oh yes. I don't really watch Parks and Rec, but someone had sent me this clip where like him and one of the other ladies, and they're like, every day we have treat yourself, and they're like, treat yourself 2011. It's the best day of the year, and they go through like all the things they do to treat themselves. So I've been obsessed with this lately, but um, I don't think it should only be one day out of the year. I think throughout the course of the week, you should treat yourself several times because that's just, you know, mentally, psychologically, take time for yourself, whether it's even a, a treat like a donut or something and it's not healthy for you. If you take your time and actually enjoy it, that can actually help with other cravings because you're not like just scarfing down all these alternatives, sugar-free, fat-free stuff that doesn't take those. But anyway, even if it's like for women, getting a manicure or pedicure, for guys, getting a manicure or pedicure, a massage, even if it's just like switching up your physiology, going outside and going for a walk for 10 minutes, like mm -hmm. eating lunch at a restaurant or from a plate rather than out of a bag or out of a napkin or something. Anything that kind of treats yourself but also gives you a chance to not be frazzled, rushed, and in the thick or whatever it is that you're doing. It gives you like a little break. Make sense? Yeah, 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 totally. Like I, I can tell you I started implementing stuff like this um, you know, a lot, a lot over the last year or so, and this is something I would advise people big time. Like, you know, and mine would range from, uh, you know, hockey. You know, I would sometimes go play hockey at 1 p.m. Do you know what I mean? Like on yes. like on like a Thursday, and it's you know, and but amazingly, by doing that, it, it just it just yeah, it does so many positive things. I can't I don't I can't even mention it here, but it's like you know, ranging from you just feel re more relaxed, you feel happier, you feel in fact more productive, which is just. Totally. Which is interesting because you're doing something that is fun. Um, you know, I felt like before I was always excited to kind of finish stuff up. And then later on, I was kind of excited to get back to it. But when I got that time, it was kind of a critical thing. So I, I can definitely uh, treat yourself. Yeah, I love it. And because it's also like uh, hitting a reset button, even if it's in the middle of your day. Exactly. And then uh, last but not least... I'm not really like a woo-woo kind of person, and some people see gratitude and they're like, here we go, yeah. like hashtag gratitude, corny quote on Twitter or something, but... Um, Pound fluffy, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I really am, though, a huge believer in that, you know, what you appreciate will just increase and bring more and more and more of it into your life. And I feel like often really busy people were so focused on what we didn't do, what we didn't get done that day, how long our to-do list is for the next day. So one of my favorite ways to express gratitude in my business at the end of the day, I like to make a list of everything I did do that day and be like, yes, I'm so pumped. Like I checked that off. I checked that off. I checked that off. Yeah, there might be 15 things I didn't do, but I rocked those three things, you know? And it changes that attitude. You're like, yes, you're appreciating yourself. You're appreciating what you've done. The other thing is, you know, obviously, I don't really need to go that deep into this, but just show gratitude for everything, and it just makes you feel so amazing. And again, it goes back to that, changing your state. It goes from focusing on what you don't have and what you're not doing to focusing on everything that you do, and that just, it's huge. That Getting into that habit makes 
a ton of difference for people too. Yeah, and also um, for those that have a spouse or relationship or or you know whatever they have going on, um, if you have a significant other, this is a great thing to think about. Um, not only not only think about it, meaning the gratitude thing, but. Um, there's times where, you know, your spouse, like, you know, my wife will come home and say, God, I just didn't get anything done today, you know, or I'll be like, God, I just wasn't, I couldn't get stuff done. And then you start listing the things off you did. And, you know, you, you, you get in the habit of asking, say, well, well, what, what did you get done? What did you get done? Well, I did this, 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 and this. Next thing you know, you start to create, you're like, wait a minute. It was not as crappy as one would think. A hundred percent of the time that is true. The days where I'm like, I got nothing done. Nothing. And then I'm like looking at it. I have a list like this. Do you know what I'm saying? Of like, you know, yeah. different things. And it's just, it's just amazing how that works. So I can definitely, again, I agree with you, Liz. I don't know why I agree with you so much. That's, maybe that's why I have you on, you know? Pound. Awesome. Pound win. Exactly. Well, this, these were, these were absolutely uh, just great, great stuff, Liz. Tips were awesome. Um, I also want to make sure and I'm not stealing in your presentation, right? That was everything. No, we're done. All right. That was it. Uh, I want to make sure um, people know, uh, is this just for women? I want to I want to know about your program because you've been awesome, super generous with your time today. I want to make sure we shamelessly plug something for you because we got to give you some love, Liz. we got to give you some love and some links and some shenanigans and some money. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to give you all kinds of stuff. So why don't we, uh, why don't we tell people um, what you have shaken right now for people that maybe want to uh, learn more. Here's Tighter in 10 Days and, and where they can go and, and who this is for and all. You know, the whole, all, give us the whole spiel. So this is my flagship program. It's called Tighter in 10 Days. And here's the deal. I design everything I do for women. It's just easier for me to speak directly to women. Okay. However, um, I have this private Facebook group for my, I call them my tidies. For my tidies, and I get messages all the time. I, I had my husband do the workout. He couldn't even handle it. Or I had my guy friend do it, and he was like huffing and puffing halfway through. So the fact of the matter is, um, it really will work for anyone, although I do target women, and if you watch my videos and listen to my stuff, I'm like really speaking directly to women. Yeah, but cool. you know, for, for guys who are secure, they don't need to be addressed in very manly ways. They recognize that good material is good material. But So here's the deal. The purpose of Tighter in 10 Days originally was to create something for women when they have like an event or something coming up, yeah. reunion, vacation, anything like that, because um, most people procrastinate. Get, helps you get in shape fast. And all it is is basically structured of everything I just taught you guys today. Mm -hmm. So um, there's specific workouts, specific nutrition plan, there's a bunch of recipes, um, and I talk about sleep and stress and some other things. There's two versions of it. There's a basic version where there's just like little snippets, like video demonstrations, and then you can print out the workouts. You can do them wherever you want. Cool. Or there's like a more like maximum results version where you also get full workout videos if you actually want to be able to like pull me up on your screen or whatever and work out with me because some people are just they need that structure I like that by the way I like that because of fitness and nutrition programs that I enjoy the most the ones where I can get that kind of personal video attention what I mean by that yeah. is not one-on-one I mean where I can see it you know just like yeah. just like with the presentation like we did today I think a lot of us are, as online marketers and entrepreneurs, we like to tell us kind of what to do and tell us how to do stuff and also show. So yeah. I, I think when you have both of that, I think it's always worth it's always worth an extra splurge, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, so I put one of the pictures here. This is actually one of my friends that I grew up with. 
she's like, I gained a bunch of weight on my honeymoon and I want to lose it. So it's just pretty cool to see what people can actually do even in just 10 days. And what I notice about awesome. the program is obviously it works and gets the results that people want, but then most people finish and they're like, oh, wow, if I could do that in 10 days, I bet I could really totally just get in shape and be in shape all the time. So um, the website's just tighterin10days.com. Okay. Tighterin10days.com. And, and 10 is the number 10, right? Yes. Okay. And we're going to link that up in the show notes, but I just want people that are listening Thanks. elsewhere, you're in your car, you're somewhere, you're like, what the hell? Uh, tighterin10, number 10days.com, right? Yeah. So that's it. We're all about the quick and efficient for the busy people. All right. Awesome. Well, Liz, this has been stupendous. I had high expectations, and you know what you did? You crushed them on over, yes. over the top of the high expectations. Hard to do. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming on. I'm going to link up tighter in 10 days. I hope that this is how, well, I hope, I know this is going to help you guys. You've got to put it into action. That's what it's all about because we can teach you everything, but it's all about taking action. So thanks, Liz, again, and uh, good luck with everything. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. All right. This was Liz Dialto on the Rise Top. That's all linked up below. Sign up for the VIP email list. If you don't do that, it's a no-no. You're going to get bonus stuff, all kinds of good stuff like that, all below. I will see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you you know what to do. <laughs> I've screwed up my own tagline at the end, Liz. How about that one? First time in show history. Ready? I'm going to have to redo it. We're, keep, we're leaving this all in. I'm not editing it out. So, all yes, right. don't edit. All right. I'll see you next time on David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. Second time's a charm. <laughs> And one more quick reminder, you want to work anywhere, you want to work from your iPad, you want to work from your iPhone, you want to leave the laptop, leave the desktop, whatever you want to leave behind, you got to get GoToMyPC. Get the app, download it for free, and then head over to GoToMyPC.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE, and you're going to get 45 days on the house.